On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I will discuss the dangers of ruminating and how it can be life-changing to be aware of this negative cycle of thinking. Stay tuned. All right, so ruminating, huh? We're here to talk about rumination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of like a plague on the mind, right? I mean, it's not it's not fun. Oh well, no, definitely not fun. Mm-mm. Not at all, actually. Mm-hmm. It's um, if you're aware of it. Well, yeah, but also <laughs> if you're not aware of it, it happens anyways. Right? No, I know, but you don't realize that if you don't realize what it is, then you mm-hmm. don't know what what the plague is coming from or where it's coming from and where to stop it. Yeah. Correct, correct. So that's why we're here. And that's why we're here. <laughs> that was actually really good. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I have a good quote, actually, because we start all our episodes with a quote, but I have a good quote that uh-huh. actually aligns with what we just said. So this okay. is by Socrates. Yeah. So he was right when he said, the unexamined life is not worth living. Mm-hmm. However, that's that was his quote. But I say that the overly examined life isn't so great either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I guess we should start by, cause a lot of people, I actually talked about this with some friends and they were like, what is that? Mm-hmm. So I don't think a lot of people know what rumination is or ruminating mm-hmm. is. So ruminating is a cycle of negative thinking at length about things in life that we often do not have control over. It's an obsessive, obsessive behavior with negative consequences that affect our mental and psychological well-being. Mm-hmm. It's important to be clear that there is a difference between worrying about a problem and dwelling on the past or about a problem, mm-hmm. which is called ruminating. Mm-hmm. So basically ruminating is not necessarily just worrying about something, but that constant cycle of thinking about something that you just really don't have a lot of control over. Con- correct. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are guilty of doing that. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's a plague. I mean, first, let me go back to that quote, right? Because I remember taking um, uh, taking a class on philosophy from um, Virginia University, the intro to philosophy or what have you. And one of the things about that 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 quote, you know, and on examine life is it's not worth living, right? But it's also to kind of like point out that an an examine life is not to be lived, right? Right. Um, because we do have to examine our lives, right? We not, we have to examine the reasons why our lives are, are placed in the world and all that stuff. Um, now, when we focus too much, and this is the thing that causes of rumination, is when we focus too much on, on, on the past, right? On the things that have happened to us, either it will be a failure, either it will be a certain trauma, um, either it will be uh, a loss of someone. Those type of things are the things that if we keep not accepting or moving on from, they plague us at night, you know. At night. Mm-hmm. I think they plague us at all hours of the day, but I think for some people it can keep you up at night for sure. For me, in my experience of dealing with this stuff, it's like it just keeps me up at night. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's days sometimes that I've gotten up in the middle of the night and within almost like in a, in a, in a, in a state of panic, um, 
because that this stuff keeps me up and the brain just keeps going and going and going and going and it's nothing it's almost like a runaway train in which you can't stop yeah you know and it's it's <coughs> heavy mm-hmm. it's extremely heavy you know it's a it's a heavy feeling to uh, uh to carry that you mm-hmm. know yeah it's that that feeling of like if I could just control this or if I could have just did this differently or if I had mm-hmm. acted this way or said this or did that then things would have turned out different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it's that, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but that cycle of negative thinking about it, because it, I think that it's healthy to examine things that you could have done better so that you can Correct. be self, you know, give yourself criticism um, to improve, to improve, to become a better person for self-development purposes. Mm-hmm. But it's very unhealthy to continue to revisit whatever situation it is and then try to figure out a hundred thousand ways that you could have addressed it differently mm-hmm. when there's nothing that you can do, especially about the past because what's happened has happened. Yeah. And that, that I think is, is an affliction that a lot of people deal with mm-hmm. um, because they wanted it would have just if I would have done this, it would have been this, you know. Correct. It's and like it's like a Monday morning quarterback, right? Like some, oh, it's easy to analyze a game after the game is played, right? Mm, of course. You know, it's easy. The would haves, could haves, and should haves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what could haves and would haves should haves. We just talked about that, right? Mm-hmm. But life is a dress. It's a life is a, re- a dress rehearsal. It's like you you you're going through life, and and we are going to make mistakes, and we are going to make choices, and I think that accepting that is one of the one of the ways that we could. We could begin to minimize the effect of ruminating, but it's again, it's a runaway train. It, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a mental obsession mm-hmm. with this issue mm-hmm. over and, and over and again. I, I personally, speaking with I statements, I have personally dealt with this, and it's plagued me my whole life uh, in many different things. So I, um, um, I, I know the impact that it has, both from a standpoint of my well-being, mm-hmm. um, or for, from a and from a, from a professional and from a personal standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know that the you know I know them you know I, I, I've experienced the impacts of it all. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um so because there's a there's a lot of reasons that ca- that rumination comes about right. What are the mm-hmm. causes of rumination? So mm-hmm. we talked about um you know the whole Monday morning quarter what could what what we could have done to fix it and whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are ongoing situations too that people deal with and they're ruminating with present um, situations as well. So it's not just the past; it's also the present and in the future, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're worrying about things that are going to happen. So some of the rumination is attributed to stressful life events, often Mm -hmm. related to failure, humiliation, loss, Mm -hmm. or even retaliation. Mm -hmm. So some of those examples are sort of like a death of a loved one. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we lost our pet. And one of the things that I did persistently for a long time, a, a good month was think of, what could I have done differently? What what should I have done different? Should I have taken him to the vet? Should I have, you know, how could Gatsby have died? He was only seven, and this, and I kept going and going and going, and I was really beating myself up about this to the point where I was like, in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. like thinking about it. You know exactly what we were just talking about. And there's a way like your 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 mind is such a powerful thing, right? And that's why you have to be able to put safeguards on it. You got to be able to watch what you're saying to yourself and about yourself, and what comes in and comes out because it could be run. It could be it could run wild, mm-hmm. right? So I give you um, um, uh, something that happens because you mentioned a lot of things that happen to individuals, right? 
But something else that actually causes rumination is that when you start being obsessive about like world events, mm-hmm. politics, politics, you know, news things, news cycles, and things like that, these things are actually also additional causes of rumination, right? Mm-hmm. Because the um, what it is is information out there that builds a, builds a certain targets at your emotions, right? Yeah, an emotional failure is an emotional of of, of feeling of feeling shame. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you start feeling shame about mm-hmm. about this. You start feeling shame about that. You start feeling shame about a lot of different things, mm-hmm. right? So uh, that emotion, uh, a fear, is another powerful emotion. You know, hatred, wanting to retaliate against someone that mm-hmm. that did you wrong. All, all definitely, you know, and, and, and you start thinking in your mind, like, um, you know, ways like, oh, man, if I see this yeah. person, I'm going to get gonna my go, vengeance. I'm <laughs> going to tell them off. I'm going to, yeah. mm, oh, yeah. I'm going to just get my vengeance and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you plant that seed and your mind just kind of like keeps going. Mm-hmm. And that devil on your shoulder begins to get, to get, get a little bigger mm-hmm. and saying, yeah, you know, and. And it takes you away. It takes your focus away. It takes your energy away. Mm -hmm. Because then you start concentrating on all that and everything else that is matter in your life kind of like gets put in the back burner. And even just being in in the now, being present. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it takes away from that because you're doing nothing but thinking about other situations, you know. Mm -hmm. So not, so those are good examples. Political, you know, what's the world coming to? Mm -hmm. I had a conversation today with a colleague and um, was very, very passionate about what he had to say. Uh-huh. And um, it was interesting because he's not wrong for feeling the way he's feeling, but he was just like, the world's coming to an end. We're so divided and we got the mm-hmm. left and the right and the you know Republicans and the Democrats. And this. he was doing exactly that. He watches the news. He gets these dings on his phone for news updates and things like that about things that are going on in the world, shootings, et cetera, mm-hmm. and all the devastation that's happening around us. Mm-hmm. And so to him, it was a, I, it's a call to action. I, we got to do something. Let's, let's do something. And I was just like, um, I'm good. You know, you know, like I, I, I respect that perspective, yeah. but it wasn't that, that I was, adri- I was thinking, you know, the fact that you're thinking about this and the way that you're thinking about this and it's keeping you up is not healthy. This is yeah. good for you. And again, so I'm not advocating not taking action on certain things that you would like to change. That's, no, no, that's I not mean, the advocation. I told him, I told him we are advocating. We have a soul's quest. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and, and the thing is that it's like you, you, you see things that need to change, Right. And you work on those things that need to change. And you try the best to make those things that need to change. Uh, the problem becomes when it, be, when it becomes so intoxicating and so engrossing that you are actually are harming yourself biologically, physic- uh, uh, psychologically, uh, physiologically. Uh, you begin to harm yourself. You're not sleeping well. You're taking all these things really a thing. So you have to ask yourself, if I choose this instead of peace... Am I going to be a better person overall? Mm-hmm. Am I am I going to be able to focus on people, or am I going to be constantly <laughs> looking for these polarities and disparities in life, and constantly trying to fix without lo- me- meeting the beauty of it all? Mm-hmm. There's things in and the I world, and I think there are a lot of people who fall victim to that because they want so much to make a change in the world mm-hmm. and be advocates and 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 support whatever. You know, whatever it is that they're going after. Um, And there's that thin line where you cross into that 
constant, like obsessive, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Thinking about this and thinking, and it takes away, we just watched a movie about that the other day, I think, where, I don't remember the premise of the movie, basically the lady was so obsessed with taking care of this situation, it was the, the strangler she was so obsessed she ended up divorcing her husband because mm -hmm. she was so obsessed with solving these cases about this Boston Strangler mm -hmm. that um, they ended up getting divorced and so that's that's ruminating she was you thinking know, about it and again it. it's like you're going to bed you know you're not getting any rest mm -hmm. you're not getting any sleep your relationships are crumbling yeah and, and those all are stuff some is, of the and consequences all, and all some of the consequences mm -hmm. and then physiologically it does take an effect as well now granted you know there is an accomplishment at the end of things but but also, you know, there's that uh, there's that negative at, that the negative part in which it is constantly you can't get it out of your mind. That's what and that's, that's the, the issue. Rumination. That's the you issue. Know, that's the th that's the thing because that that the energy that it takes mm -hmm. to not get something off your mind mm -hmm. affects so many other aspects it does. of your life. So some of those consequences are the fact that whenever you're involved in that type of thinking, that cycle, that obsessive mm -hmm. um, pattern of thinking about something, it clouds your ability to make good judgment Correct. and to make good sound decisions. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it gets us into a bad mood. Oftentimes we become a little bit like, why are you, you know, why are you bothering mm -hmm. me? When you become obsessive about something, you respond to people in a negative manner. You're easy. You're easy to be you're provoked. irritable. Uh, yeah, provoked. That's a better word. Yep, yeah, you're easily provoked. <laughs> right. It causes distance between family, friends, um, mm -hmm. colleagues. Um, it decreases productivity. Yep. That's another one. So yep. because all of your mental energy is exhausted, which is what you alluded to earlier. Mm -hmm. Not you alluded. You said it. Um, which gets you. It makes it difficult for you to focus and to concentrate on things. Mm -hmm. And then it also increases stress and anxiety, which is a whole nother level because now we're talking about not only is it affecting your, um, psychological well being, but it's also affecting your physical well being. And now mm -hmm. from there, I'm not a doctor that kind of doctor. So I can't say what kind of, <laughs> don't roll your eyes. I'm not that kind of doctor. I can't, I don't know what kind of effect, but I know that stress causes a lot of uh, health issues. You know yeah, what I mean? But a, a lot of what the underlying issues when it comes to, to health, it's like, you know, a lot of it has to do with stress, mm -hmm. you know, right. because there are chemicals under stress that mm -hmm. are released, mm -hmm. you know, they are, they are damaging to yeah. our well-being. We know we're, we're, we're meant to deal with stress in small bursts. Right, right, like a fight or flight uh, like response. It, exactly, like the fight or flight response. Actually, you know? Joe Dispenza in that book that I'm reading right mm -hmm. now, um, "Change Your Mind," mm -hmm. he talks about this. Yeah, you know, so there's like, so you know, you, you're you're activating the sympathetic nervous system, mm -hmm. but the sympathetic nervous system is not supposed to be activated all the time. It's only in, in situations of stress and like spurts, danger right. and spurs, yeah. and then you have to go back to uh, your para parasympathetic nervous system, so mm -hmm. that way you are rejuvenating. And stuff. That's why mm -hmm. we sleep. That's why. And then, uh, again, sleep is something that is important. And if your your sleep is being disrupted, disrupted, big time, right? Mm -hmm. By 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 um, by these thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, um, it becomes problematic. You right. know, I'll give you an example. My personal experience with rumination. Yeah, let's right? share an experience. Yeah. I'll so, share too. I have a so, couple. <laughs> you know, I had a. You know, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you already know that I had a kind of like a difficult time living my previous previous job and you know uh and what that led me to was a lot of a lot of ruminating thoughts of anger um this anger disappointment um 
a sense of low self-esteem, a sense of um, uh, I want I didn't want to call it victimization, but a, 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 a sense of I was just kind of like pushed aside, like like a you know, like it happens to a lot of people. So all that, all that stuff, all those things that I you know unsaid kept coming up every night. You know, every night it's just like I don't want to think about this stuff. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to. I don't want to relive it. I want to just say, you know what? I quit this place. Let them keep it. Do whatever the hell you guys want. Live your life. Destroy people's lives. But I don't want to think about this anymore. It's in the past. But it's like your mind doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. You know, for some of us. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to 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 understand it. And it took me a while to do that. But as a consequence of that, I couldn't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. And I will go weeks getting up, going to sleep, 10.30, 11 o'clock, waking up, 1.30, nonstop. And and that affected me. Mm-hmm. And it's still, you know, it, it, it affects me, the fact that it's like I'm getting up at 1.30 and I have all these thoughts in my head. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I wasn't like truly like meditating. I wasn't focusing on my internal well-being, on my internal dialogue and all that stuff. That's why it got me into really looking into this topic ruminating uh, i started i started really looking into the things that that were affecting me uh, because that situation was a catalyst and the ruminating part um i had to find solutions for it because i didn't want to go to, i don't want to get up at 1 30 in the morning thinking about all these negative things think about all the failures in my life all the things that I could have done differently, or the things that I should have done, the things that I could have said, how I could have handled myself. Maybe I shouldn't have spoken as much. Maybe we should have just like all these things that that the anger of trusting and then being being, um, you know, uh, betrayed, uh, and 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 not being able to deal with that. It's all that stuff. It just it was constant, constant, constant. You know, not sleeping every moment on the day. So throughout the day, I'm just feeling exhausted and tired, you know, until one day in the middle of the night, I'm waking up and I feel like I'm dying. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm feeling like I'm sweating. I'm going and jumping into the shower because my body temperature is going up and down. I had to go to the doctor, you know, like I, ha- I had to get some like, like, okay, is it my breathing? So this is like an extreme case so to speak or a good example of of where it could lead because you actually went to the doctor yeah and to figure out what was going on and and it was like okay finally it was that conclusion Mm -hmm. and physiologically you know yeah you know my my uh, i got a with a doctor oh you got a linebacker's neck you know so everything is kind of like compressed but also i mean i've had the same physiologically physique for a long period of time physique you like that? That is hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let's take a minute to get that sink in for a second. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow, I haven't had a funny all day long. I needed this. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and obviously a funny at my expense. Uh, always at your expense. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh but anyway, God. so I, ha- I have the Keep same. Keep your day job, okay? <laughs> Whatever. Um. 
so anyway, so I, I, I haven't really changed. In fact, I've lost weight because I'm so stressed out, right? <laughs> but I still had these issues, right? So I had to look at my mentality mm-hmm. and, and, and the things that were happening in my head. And I, you know, but those <clears> things <throat> trigger that. And I had to look at kind of like the sources, but look at it with a different point of view instead of from the point of anger and, and, and despair and frustration and all that. Now, just to say, because that's all valid, and I think that's mm-hmm. really a good example to put, you know, to, to showcase what we're talking about. But what about, because now we're talking about an example of my, my example. Mm-hmm. Mine was not necessarily um, where I needed to go to the the doctor and, and have, you know, whatever that I felt the like, test, I'm, yeah. I need to get meditation, I need to do this stuff and whatever, whatever, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But mine was more like... Um, um, so it, it ranges. It's it's a very polarized for for each individual what you experience and what well, you go through unique. for rumination. It's unique. It's unique to the yeah, individual. It's unique. And so for me, I remember very very vividly um, when I was going to do my comprehensive exams. Mm-hmm. Like I was stressing out about that daily, in and out, like to the point where I was like. I don't know. This is it. This is, this is either I'm going to move on and become a doctoral candidate or I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, this is going to be it. And I can't let people down. I can't fail Omar. I can't go back and tell people I failed my comprehensive exams. I mean, I was really, 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 really stressed out about it to the point where I was getting up in the middle of the night to go and work on like, maybe this is what they're going to look for in this because I didn't know. Mm -hmm. So it was that uh, wanting to control something that I have no control over. And all I had was my, the knowledge that I had attained over three years and I was going to have to pour it into writing, uh, you know, a 50, 60, 70 page paper mm-hmm. in 10 days. And then I got sick with COVID for the first one. And so I was super stressed. So I went through the comprehensive exams, wasn't sure how I did. And all I did was think about yeah. I, well, I could have done this. I should have wrote that. Oh man. And I just talked to so-and-so and they told me they did this. I didn't even think about that. I could have put that in the strategic plan. I mean, I stressed like constantly and I didn't find out if I passed my exams for a couple of weeks, which is even worse. Cause you know, everybody, they have to read it. They have to have a second reader, blind readers, et cetera. And I cannot tell you how it was, it was bothering me. It was, I wasn't eating right. Mm-hmm. I was, I ha- was gaining weight and then losing weight and then gaining weight and losing weight. I think I was probably drinking a little more wine then. I mean, or maybe not, but I was really stressed out about it. So was, there's these different, you know, unique experiences that we have, but that I was, my hair was falling out. I remember thinking, oh my God, my hair is falling. Like, it was really bad. I wasn't going to the bathroom like appropriately, you know, like it was affecting me physiologically, but it wasn't affecting me to the point where I felt like I have to go to the hospital. But, but again, it's like things like things manifest differently. In people, yeah. Right. But I'm just saying they both, they manifest differently for people, but they manifest in a way that is very, it is harmful to the no, individual. Yeah. Well, it, it is, it is harmful for <clears throat> the individual. It's like, I think about also like financial situations, mm. you know, oh, yeah. which, which, well, you know, the, the uncertainty of finances, mm-hmm. the uncertainty of the market. Oh my God, what is this going to happen? You know, you go into a transition from one career to another and these things begin to just mm-hmm. run i get run stressed about going run. to the supermarket just to look for eggs don't are there gonna be any eggs are, are we gonna have any eggs jesus christ <laughs> we just got all kinds of funnies in this episode you got funnies okay anyways okay 
Yeah. So yeah, no, I get you're you're right though. Like not knowing what's you know because it's such a volatile um, time, mm -hmm. and, and I think it's always been like that. You know. Well, it's but again, it, it's 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 understanding that life changes and life has obstacles and life's happens, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you can't always live in that fight in that in the in the in in that stressed zone mm -hmm. in that area in which you your your mind it's running wild. And without really using your logic, this is what's important about using understanding your the logical aspect of your mind and the emotional aspect of your mind, right? Because mm -hmm. all that ruminating comes from the from emotions, mm -hmm. right? And and it affects the logic, right? Yeah. And the, I would you, actually say that that's just being self aware. Correct. And then and then the idea yeah. is that uh, part of being logical, it's been able to actually tell your brain sometimes you need to. You need to stop. Yeah, you need to slow down. You need to stop. Yeah. You know, it's like there. There's different different techniques that I've uh, after one gone through this journey, of of getting rid of all this talk. You know, um, to use the word change. You know, I'm thinking about something negatively. Like, oh my god, I'm thinking about my god. You know, I I wish I had this much money at this particular time. Change. Right. You know, um, or uh, or stop. Right. Yeah, like self talk. Yeah, like yeah, self talk. Telling yourself yeah. because I have to, I have to be able to talk to myself in a way that is like, how is this beneficial for me, mm -hmm. or is it detrimental? Obviously, when you wake wake up in the middle of the night, feeling that you're going to die, and you're having this panic attack, mm -hmm. for no particular physiological reason, then it's your mind, and that's how vivid it became for me. Because there was, there was. You know, there are some physiological things that I do have to address, but not to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And that's the power of the mind. And, you know, yeah. and and being how the, the older I am and, and, you know, doing this, uh, you, you, you tend to take for granted how powerful your mind truly oh, yeah. really is. Yeah. You know, and you have to be able in a, to in safeguard both a positive it. and negative. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it, that's important because we all have the capacity to stop this cycle of negative thinking right or, mm -hmm. or or cycle of constant thinking repetitive thinking yes and we also have the power to bring it on mm -hmm. which is really uh, incredible and in, and in on the personal way like one of the, mer the the few remedies that i found right number one it's really that 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 self-talk mm -hmm. right so that's this is perfect because you're leading into some of our uh, techniques that we have to offer mm -hmm. um and that's no, and, and we'll summarize those techniques, right? Just mm -hmm. to kind of like put it in as a sink. But yeah, but like the positive self-talk, mm -hmm. meditation. And I know that it's on some people are like, wow, the meditation, this and that and the other. And I was reading something today, right, about the um, looking at a video, actually, regarding the fact that if you meditate for 18 minutes a day for one whole year, that's about 100 hours. And if you do something for at least 100 hours, a discipline for at least 100, 100 hours, you are doing, you're going to become much, much better than 95% of the people or who have, that, that do that practice. And the idea is that you got to create some habits in order to mitigate the parts of your life that are affecting you. To me, the meditation has helped me a whole lot. Journaling has helped me a whole lot. You know, reading uh, certain things that are more uplifting have they they've helped me kind of like overcome these hurdles you know 
Now, I still get up earlier. I still get up, but I don't get up because my mind is running. I mean, I get up because I'm done sleeping, which is different, you know, because that's just a different thing. Mm-hmm. And those are the consequences that I've, how I, I personally was able to transform um, and, and deal with that particular thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? No, nothing. Nothing. I was just thinking, like, what do I have? Because I don't necessarily meditate. I do journal a mm-hmm. lot. And you do I journal think that a does lot. help me. Um, one of the things that I would say is that I do know how powerful my mind can be. And I do catch myself. I know when I was doing the comprehensive, there was many times that I would I wrote a lot in my journal. And I would write things like you're being unreasonable. Don't don't think negatively. Don't compare yourself to your classmates. Mm-hmm. You're you are who you are. Correct. And you wrote what you wrote, and they're gonna see your substance based on that, and and that's okay. You know, um, this isn't the end of the world. You know, I did all of those things, and most of it was really, I think, for me, journaling is a is a is sort of a meditative process because what happens is I take everything that's in my head, mm-hmm. and I'm just letting it go and putting it on paper, mm-hmm. and then I close it. Or just mark it, you know, another page for me to write in for the next time that I'm going to visit my journal. Mm-hmm. And that's been really, really um, a, a good thing for me. I've been journaling for a couple of years and I've been more consistent as I've gotten older. And and that's been really helpful for me personally. Yeah. Also, I think it's really helpful for me whenever I do things like I just go outside, wherever I'm at, go outside and take a deep breath in yeah. and just let it out. And mm-hmm. do that a couple of times. So that's sort of a meditative practice, if you will, mm-hmm. um, or at least a technique, you know, mindfulness. Yeah, because I'm aware that I'm doing it because I feel it in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll feel like my blood pressure is getting high. It's crazy. As you get older, you feel your blood pressure. You know, you feel it getting higher. Um, and those are all things that lead to physiological damage if you're not aware of it. And so you have to if be you able do to a, stop if, those things. Yeah, if you do those things, if you are aware of your breathing and all that stuff mm-hmm. and you work on that, you know, there, there are benefits mm-hmm. for it, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And, and again, it's like I love the idea of journaling because you're giving these thoughts and this idea to space so that way you eventually could just let them go. Mm-hmm. And then move forward into something else. Mm-hmm. So that's and I think that's thing. really important. You got to be able to acknowledge that these things are happening because you're human. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And I think that's also um, a part of the process. You know, of Correct. overcoming this whole thing. So. Correct. So to wrap up, mm-hmm. we talked about a lot of things, which is really great. But we're going to offer five techniques for how people can um, overcome ruminating. So the first one is, Mm -hmm. of course, mindful or mindfulness practices, Mm -hmm. which is, again, focusing on the present moment without passing judgment, which is a component of mindfulness techniques. Mm -hmm. This can be accomplished by engaging in deep breathing exercises, which is what I talked about, meditation, or even being aware of your surroundings. You can become more conscious of your thoughts and feelings by practicing mindfulness. It can also help you see when you are ruminating. Practicing mindfulness allows you to let go of unfavorable ideas and concentrate on the present, being in the now. Yeah. You know, um, the second one, you know, which actually um, as part of my dealing with rumination Mm -hmm. was trying some cognitive behavioral therapy. So some CBT, Mm -hmm. uh, which aims at to alter unhelpful thoughts and behavior patterns. Uh, This can be especially useful for ending the loop of ruminating because it can assist you in reframing Mm -hmm. your negative thoughts and putting your attention into more fruitful results. Definitely. 
Three is physical exercise. Mm. And ugh, so many people would agree with us, but mm. so many people hate exercise. But mm. exercise has been demonstrated to be useful in easing anxiety and depressive symptoms. Endorphins are released when you exercise, elevating your mood and lowering tension. In addition to enhance, it enhances sleep. That's mm. a no wonder you keep saying you got to exercise. <laughs> Regular exercise can also benefit your mental health. Exercise can help you focus your energies on something positive, which you can, which can help you break from the pattern of rumination. Correct. Yeah. Um, seeking support from friends and family, and a shameless plug, a life coach. Mm, <laughs> that's right. Need a life coach. Yeah. Right here. So um, <laughs> it can be beneficial to receive support from friends and family when trying to stop ruminating. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can obtain perspective on your thoughts and feelings and reduce your sense of isolation by take, talking to a trusted confidant. Uh, having someone to constantly remind you of your virtues and achievements can also be beneficial. And finally, mm -hmm. seeking professional help. Again, the plug, life coach. Mm -hmm. um, so to break the pattern of ruminating, it can be helpful to seek professional uh, assistance. It can either be in the form of a life coach or a therapist Correct, in some yeah. cases. Um, so together with a mental health expert, you can create like a plan to overcome the ruminating process that involves counseling, you know, medication. It can involve a, a couple of things for some, depending on the severity. Correct. But um, yeah, so those are the five techniques for overcoming ruminating. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, this was a cool episode. This was. I think this is important for people today. I hope that uh, I hope people take advantage of it and and, yeah. and create their own practice Definitely. to overcome it. Definitely. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Comment below with your thoughts and ideas. And remember to stay connected by sharing and subscribing.